Hello, everybody. Welcome to Foxworthy Podcast. This is week three, Survivor. It's coming up one day late, but we'll be back on a normal schedule next week. Yeah, uh, me and Ty are back. Talk week three and everything that went down this week and preview a big happening in week four. I'm trying to keep spoilers out of the intro a little bit. I hope you enjoy that and go review us on iTunes. Well, just save it. You know, we got... (laughs) No spoilers, but we got some changes coming very soon at the podcast. For now, hit us up at thefoxworthypodcast.com. You can find our whole Denis Villeneuve series. Uh, Sam and I will be talking Blade Runner as soon as he sees it, basically. Um, But yeah, we'll be wrapping that up very soon. For now, follow along with Survivor Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers Week 3 with me and Tyler B. Cummins. Hello and welcome to the Foxworthy Podcast. Survivor, week number three. We are back. I am Taylor Gaines. Another week, another episode, I guess. Don't sound too enthused. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it all. Survivor healers versus healers versus hustlers. Episode three. Spoilers start now. Okay, good. Phew. I was holding <laughs> my breath. I was waiting to spoil something. Episode three. Patrick went home. We're going to talk about it. But first, he's never been in a relationship. Do you know somebody? It's Tyler B. Commons. Hey, I'm here, you know, and I'm just happy that Simone is finally showing her worth. Maybe not for our podcast. For no, someone, not for podcast. Apparently. Yeah, for little Ryan. Small of stature, big of heart. <laughs> little Ryan. We'll talk about little Ryan, I'm sure, because the Hustlers went to Tribal Council again for the second time in a row and the second time in three episodes. And they're already down to four people. So give me your tweet-length reaction to Patrick Bolton going home third. That's what happens when you can't tell a rock from an octopus. Hashtag ginger logic. (laughs) Did you actually tweet that? That sounds like an actual tweet. (laughs) I feel like I should actually tweet it. That was actually pretty good. But no, I just (laughs) came up sitting here. It came up when I was thinking about what I was going to do this episode. You could be president of the United States. Oh, no. Okay. No. I I thought you were going to congratulate me on a good tweet. Now I feel like it's terrible. <laughs> Enough of that. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. My tweet length reaction to Patrick going home. I see now you gave me like a witty thing to live up to. I don't think I can do that, but I'll just say thank God whoever got fired from casting can sleep a little easier at night now and the game can start. Hashtag Survivor HHH, hashtag Survivor 35, hashtag Survivor. Hashtag 240 character limit. (laughs) I think you'd be surprised how many characters you can fit into a 140 character tweet. I guess I should say how many words you should fit, you could fit into a 140 character tweet. That's true. Nonetheless. (laughs) Say 140 characters in a 140 character tweet. (laughs) I I digress. Let's, Let's get into the show. Let's talk about it real quick. Our fantasy survivor update, we will give you the point update at the end of the episode. But I want to let people know that we continue to be, what's the word? 
geniuses savants does does it do either of those work i think both of those work um prophetic i can't think of anything else i just wanted to get our prophecy in there i'll remind you we each ranked our players one through 18 before the season started and the draft was pretty much automated from there because we weren't able to get together but the reason i bring that up is guess who went 16th 17th and 18th in the draft patrick bolton katrina radke and simone Wynn. So we are three for three. Our bottom three people are gone. So be very careful, Devin Pinto and Mike Zahalski, because they are number 14 and 15. I feel like this, if it's those two, one of them is not going to be one to go home. (laughs) Well, we shall see because we have a tribe swap coming, but we will talk about that later on in the episode. As far as our teams, Ty is down to seven people already well i guess one of us had to be (laughs) Mm, yeah ties down to seven i'm down to eight he's got two healers desi and rourke two heroes alan and ashley three hustlers ryan ali and lauren and as i mentioned patrick and katrina both gone off your team yeah i got stuck with a little um hustler heavy team to start out this survivor season but i don't think that's gonna hurt me in the long run yeah we'll see we have a lot of unknown quantities on your team as far as desi rourke i mean i guess we know alan and ashley but who really knows i don't know and and i have uh four healers jessica cole i got the i got the couple how about that wow jessica cole joe mike three heroes chrissy ben and jp apparently i'm really good at drafting power couples and I have one hustler, Devin. So I I guess I just missed out on Ryan there. And I had Simone. She's gone. She out. She out, but she being useful. That was confusing. That didn't sound like the way you put words together. Anyway, Simone is out, but there are, well, so is Katrina and so is Patrick, but there are 15 people left. So now we get into the part of the show where we tell you who out of those 15 is the best. It's time for our power rankings. Top three coming your way. We need like drops. Anyway, power rankings. One through three. Hit me up, Ty. Who you got? Number one, I got Chrissy. Guess she took what? my... Guess what? Are we feeling the same this week? So do I. Wow. Yeah, no, she took... Um... She took the half from Ben because I had Ben at number one last week, I think as the more powerful of that power couple. So what changed your mind? The conversation in the beginning, A, she was speaking more confidently and she was kind of leading the charge, so to speak. I don't know, just her her body language and the way they were talking when they had their little one-on-one conversation, we got a little sneak peek in. I thought she was more in charge than he was. And also she can continue to use him and hide behind him, which I think is a point I made last week. So that's why she bumped up to my number one. What about you? Why is she number one in your book? Well, I think I was impressed with her already finding her way in with Ben after looking like she was on the outs in the first episode. So just continuing to see them work together gave me the confidence I needed to put her number one. Plus I got a little bias, you know, since she's my winner pick. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely going to keep her high in your ranking. <laughs> but that's the first time we've agreed on number one all season. So interesting note there. That being said, 
this is sort of a 1A and 1B situation because my number two is Ben. Mm. You didn't double him up like I did last week with uh, Ryan and Devin? You kept them separate? <laughs> I did not cheat, no. Okay, fine. Why do you have uh, Why do you have him at number two? Same reasons? Same reasons, really. Just the inverse. I mean, he's with her and like you look at the rest of that tribe and Alan, whether he intended to or not, has prevented jp and ashley from being able to work together at all and alan himself is a wild card so having two strong like that especially two that just seem generally pretty smart from the way that they play and the way that they talk it makes me really confident and that's a tribe that has been strong and cohesive so far when you look at the other two tribes the hustlers have a power struggle but they're a mess and the healers are crushing at challenges but are a complete mess as far as who's actually playing well because they haven't had to play (laughs) yeah so it just makes it easy for me to put chrissy one ben two gotcha no i'm gonna i'm gonna go off what you just said a little bit but the counter to that my number two i actually have jessica from the healers tribe which we haven't got to see a whole lot of her but the way she is kind of controlling Cole and she realizes that Cole is just making dumb move after dumb move. I think she's got the tools and the the likability to go far. We ha- I mean we haven't got to see healers other than Joe running around like a maniac. Right. But Jessica and Cole she had, and Jessica she, falling in love, I guess. Yeah, that's true. They had one scene uh this episode where she kind of pointedly talked about strategy sort of and I think she's gonna handle it well when we have a little shake up next week so that's why she ran into my number two spot even though we haven't seen healers a whole lot yeah i'm not sold on her yet obviously a romance on the show is a bad idea for your game in general mm-hmm. but she does seem like she is smarter than cole obviously we'll get into that later i think but i haven't decided i was a big fan of her in the preseason i want to see how she goes moving forward because you know like i said they haven't been to tribal yet and maybe that's why it's so easy for them to just like sort of fall in love and flirt all the time because they just haven't had to play i I, so we'll have to see once they get thrown into the fire here but that's your number two Mm -hmm. jessica my number three is your number three a hustler my number three is a hustler all right my number three is also a hustler so i left the healers out of this as i've heavily alluded to but Mm mm-hmm Let's how, say it on three, because I want to know if we pick the same one. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. Uh, uh, one, two, two, three. Ryan. One. Yes. Bam. You guys heard it first here two days, three days after the episode came out. I, okay, so I want to hear your reasoning. I wish we had disagreed, because I can't really figure out who is in control of this Hustlers tribe. The show plays it to be Allie a lot. Mm-hmm. But then every now and then they'll drop in a Ryan Devon powwow. And I'm even tempted to think that Devon is the one making the calls based off what they showed us. Because if you go back and watch this episode, Devon is the one the whole time who's like, I think we should keep Lauren. And then at Tribal, he's like, I'm making this decision based off of chemistry. It just seemed like Devon was the one who ended up being the main decision maker to keep lauren instead of patrick but ryan has been so impressive to this point and seems to be in control in a different way that made me put him number three but 
he also apparently, according to Patrick's post-game interview, came up to him at some point and convinced him to not look for the idol anymore, that he was safe. And that's why one of the reasons why he was so mad when he got voted off, because Ryan had played him also. And when I look at it in retrospect and with the interviews and everything, I'm tempted to think that Ali actually was not in control of what was happening there and simply realized that if she didn't go along with the plan, then she would get ostracized and stuck with Patrick and voted out herself. So she just wanted to stay united, let Lauren be on the bottom and kind of just ride along. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a fair assessment. I do think Allie is a smart player, um, but maybe not a proactive player, if that makes sense. She can sit back and read situations. And I mean, obviously she was very aware that Patrick was rubbing people the, long, the wrong way and wanted to distance herself. But I don't see her making pushes for getting rid of people, not getting rid of people. I think they mentioned that she kind of wanted to keep Patrick around a little bit, but nothing really came of that. And I feel like she jumped off that wagon pretty early. But enough about her. So I had Ryan number three as well. And the only reason he dropped to number three, I think I had him at number one or number two, my first, the first few episodes we've done, because I think he's playing a great game. I'm not, I don't agree with you. I don't think Devin's in charge. I think Ryan is in charge. And I think Ryan's saying all the right things at the right times. I could just be a victim of the edit, which sometimes happens. But uh, I think he's in control. And the only reason I don't have him higher, honestly, is because the Hustler Tribe keeps losing. So yeah. with with the mix-up coming next week, he's in a minority. Like, he's already in a minority. We don't know what's going to happen. And I think he's socially strong enough that he's going to be able to mesh with someone. I just hope he and Devin still get to be a, a duo next week. But no spoilers. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Speaking of socially strong, let's get to our favorite person in our favorite segment, the Sunday Survivor Second. Hi guys, this is Sunday from Genic. Alright, that's our Sunday Survivor Second. I think she's just got the best commentary. Like, it just totally makes sense when she comes in and she says, hey, this is Survivor, this is Sunday. I can't even get it right. When she says, hey, this is Sunday. Like, she's on top of her game. So I think she's doing a great job in hey. her one second of airtime we give her. Hey, Ty. Yeah. That, that bit's still funny, right? <clears throat> beating a dead horse so is that a yes or no i'll, I'll keep doing it no as long as you th- as long as you think it's funny I'll, I'll keep doing it i'll keep doing my part yeah <clears throat> all right uh mike's back on let's get to our sunday survivor second the multi-second edition hi guys this is sunday from millennials versus genics with this week's hot takes episode three of survivor triple eight First of all, I want to say I want to shout out to Christy for getting up on top of those guys' shoulders and doing the blocks. That was amazing. Go Mom Squad. Second of all, you know, we didn't see much of the Hero Tribe this week. Again, we see the inferences to uh, JP and Ashley being a power couple, which I kind of don't think that they totally are. And... Poor Alan trying to get the coconut open. I mean, I can relate. I had a problem getting the coconuts open, too. Um, but not too much happening over there. We move to the Healers Tribe, and we have the budding romance with Cole and Jessica. 
which I don't get. Like, do people not watch the show? This is not a good idea. Even though they're adorable, and maybe they can, you know, connect after, but on the show, it's just not a good idea. And poor Cole made, I think, another poor decision by spilling the beans to Rourke and Desi also about Joe's idol. Even before going to a challenge, you save that information until you lose and have to use it. Now we're looking at a potential swap, and we don't know where any of them will end up. So that was not a smart move, in my opinion. Last on the Hustlers Tribe, we have the showdown between Lauren and Patrick. And I just want to say I like both of these players. I really like Lauren, and she was right. Patrick should have passed you know, over and let someone else jump in for him. But I know in the moment it's hard to think like that. And um, I really like Lauren, so I'm glad she's still there. But I don't know that it was a smart move by the tribe because if Patrick is, you know, someone with a loud personality, he's a good shield and a target before someone else. And, again, you don't know what's going to happen on a swap. I'm going to say I'm glad Lauren's still there. I really like her. I did feel bad for Patrick, but I do think for Allie that was the right move because if people began to think of those two as together, especially knowing that they knew each other before, that could be dangerous for her game. So I think she's playing a great game, and um, I'm going to say again I really like Lauren. <laughs> That's my take for this week. Until next week, we'll uh, find out what happens on the swap. Bye. We'll get into the swap at the end of this episode but let's jump off what she was talking about with lauren and patrick i saw a lot of i guess conflict on twitter as to like the survivor twitter people were like kind of in or out on lauren and patrick each like there were a lot of people who were like oh my god please vote lauren out and a lot of people who were just like i love lauren she's a queen so like who do you like? Who did you like out of those two, as far as TV personality, and also who should have actually stayed in the game for the tribe's sake? I mean, first of all, I have to say you're shocked that there was fighting on Twitter. You know, like <laughs> you go to Twitter to fight. You don't go to Twitter for any sort of updated information. But that's just my hot take on Twitter. That's how I use it. I just try real to hot aggressively getting people. What faces. Twitter's for? fighting i can't believe it no way yeah i liked i liked how sunday said patrick would be a good shield um i think that's a very good point um as far as keeping him around because he's a strong guy well yeah i mean he's a strong guy but he's also loud you know like it'd be super easy to be like hey well did you see that crazy thing patrick did we can get rid of him now you know um and i think lauren is quiet enough and friendly enough and kind enough that she's going to, I think she's going to thrive and I think she's going to be around a few more weeks. I'm not sure. Um, I really can't speak to it because, um, who knows? Yeah, because who knows, but Patrick definitely was a bigger TV personality. So I think in a sense that hurts, but I don't, I don't know that either of them were top 50% players. If you get what I'm saying, I'm not sure either of them are going to make, the top nine you know yeah so i I wasn't too worried about it i think though you talked about patrick being a shield but i think the reason you vote patrick out which was loosely alluded to by devin and i think maybe Allie in the episode is he's kind of wild and if the tribes get swapped and you're stuck with some people from your team 
I'm not sure I would trust Patrick to stick with me either. And mm-hmm. I, you know, Lauren's not a hundred percent either, but I am more inclined to think Lauren would stick with me than Patrick. So I, that's how I would have made that decision. Also, it could have gone either way. Although Patrick clearly didn't fit in with this tribe and should have gone home two weeks in a row, you know, it, and, and I think the really good point too was made by Allie, actually his friend from before the game, which I'll talk about in a minute, but she said, in response to his, you know, I can get along with anyone. I'll, I'll do this and that and whatever. And she's like, really? Like if you can't even get along with Lauren, why should we trust you to be able to get along with anyone? (laughs) Then you get into the other stuff that they seeded throughout this episode. Like they showed him running off to look for immunity and the tribe kind of being like, yo, chill. And Allie even gave him like a talk (laughs) and by the way, I know the show refused to acknowledge that they knew each other, but that scene was where it was clear to me. Did you think that like when she pulled him aside and was like, Pat, chill, like it seemed more, it sounded more like two people who actually really knew each other all of a sudden. Yeah. Having, having that knowledge, but I just, I wonder because we do a lot more reading and, you know, watching the episode, if that made me feel like that scene was that way, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was something... I felt that way, but it was uh, yeah. it kind of seemed obvious to me that they were like much more friends than strangers. Right. And then there is the matter of the immunity challenge where he refused to give up the ball, basically. Just Kobe'd himself into the ground. And... Dude, but I played, I played outfield for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I figured there was no way you could get the year wrong because she must have said that four times mm-hmm. she just kept bringing it up she could hit the catcher in the forehead damn it yeah but that was a bad move by him i don't know if that's what costs him his life in the game i don't think it is but he it was dumb he should have given it up and he claims all his post-game interviews he's like oh i was just i didn't hear anybody you know i was just competing so hard oh no okay see i didn't read that post-game interview i just saw the ones that they aired on TV, and he was not a happy camper. Oh, he was very unhappy. How about his reaction? He got voted out and was just like, you guys are awful. Well, I wonder if it was a complete blindside the way he reacted, you know? He, like, he looked around, and he looked at the people, and he did that smile where he's like, did I I just hear the truth? Like, am I actually going home right now? And it it was like, yeah, buddy, you're going home. We, We all voted you out. It sounds you like, t- and I, I mentioned the Ryan talk earlier, but his interviews made it sound like he had no idea until about halfway through Tribal that he might even be on the chopping block. Yeah. And he's still pretty angry about it. Uh, all of his interviews, he's like, I got backstabbed. I, those guys are stupid. Like, Lauren should have gone home. So he's not over it. <laughs> no. I mean, is that what he's saying currently now that he's allowed yeah, to do, like, yeah, yeah. interviews with more people? Okay. Dang. Well, that just proves he was out there to play, you know? And according to Jeff Probes, the two, the first two people out there weren't out there to play. So <laughs> I think it's an appropriate reaction. So I've made my stance clear on this. I think that him getting voted out is a good thing for the game because, like you mentioned, some people might not know that him and Allie knew each other because the show is hiding it from us. Mm-hmm. And I just think 
like I said, I think she kind of felt like she had to sit back and let it happen. But I think it's not good for a game designed around strangers ending up on an island together to have two people know each other because inherently the level of trust just exists. And he said in his interviews too that as soon as they got on the beach, they talked and they were like, we have to work together, but we got to be subtle about it. And that's just stupid. I, I, I don't, I'm just, I don't know how they screwed this up. <laughs> it's crazy to me that like it's an outrage on your resume. College is not one of the things that you look at, whatever it, it three episodes in he's gone and we can move past it. And I feel better now. Yeah. And Allie can move past it. She doesn't feel like she has to guard her one comfort from back home, which I think she tried to do. Now she can kind of become her own autonomous, unique character or person out on the island you know she doesn't have this kid brother that she's got to keep around now speaking of production and the editing there were a lot of hints in this episode that it was going to be patrick just like there were last week so it wasn't totally shocking but he was shocked because they edited it to leave out a lot of information i think but you know they showed the immunity thing the idol hunting thing and i even noticed the second time that Right before the opening credits, he's the last one who says something and says his last line before the opening credits is, y'all are pissing me off now, which obviously (laughs) is great foreshadowing in retrospect. But how did you feel generally about the editing in this episode? Because there was some talk specifically on uh, Daniel Feinberg's Hollywood Reporter recap that this was just another editor blindside. Yeah, I'll read that quote and then I'll get into it. He said, um, for half of this week's Survivor, love was in the air. Then all that love turned out to be irrelevant and we got one of those fun endings where the Survivor editors left viewers without key pieces of information in order to make the Tribal Council vote a surprise. The edit, I thought the edit was fun this week. I mean, I was talking to you before we started recording and this was like a very quotable episode. A lot of people had one-liners. So... Some people talk about, like, this hasn't been a great season, this hasn't been blah, 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 you know, there's a problem with this, a problem with that. I think this episode was pretty fun, even though if you stopped and thought about it, I feel like you knew Patrick was going home. A, from the personality they've shown the first two weeks. B, just just from how much the, thir- the last 30 episode wasn't the power couple slash love couple thing anymore. You kind of could figure out that he was going home I don't have a huge problem with the edit. I think the edit needs to somehow include the healers more, but they could also be not including the healers because they become non-factors this season. I don't know. The heroes or the healers? The healers. Because they showed more healers than they did heroes in this episode. They're just... Well, there's a lot of healers they haven't really shown, I guess. That's true. Maybe I'm just thinking of Desi, my number one overall pick, who... I thought she looked great in the preseason, and she's gotten two lines, maybe three this entire season. Yeah. So I don't personally have a problem with editing. I don't think it's... Yeah, I think I disagree with that also this time because to say that the show didn't make it look like it was going to be between Patrick and Lauren is just wrong. Now, he may have been blindsided, and they left out some key information about us knowing that the tribe was more set. I mean, the vote was four to one. You know, like it wasn't really a question at the same time. Like I said, there was a lot of stuff layered into the episode and it was sort of predictable while being surprising. 
So it was an okay edit. I, my problem is, one, the gameplay hasn't been that interesting this year. And two, the editing hasn't made the gameplay very interesting. Like the first 10 minutes of this episode were like Alan trying to open a coconut. Ashley watching JP walk around in his underwear and everyone at the Hustler Beach trying on Simone's clothes. That's when I was like, this episode is not going to be full of much gameplay. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we're at a point. I think the the overall Survivor game is at a point where if you play too hard early, it's hard to recover. Adam Klein recovered... But I don't, I don't see that being a normal thing, you know. Like when Patrick well, was I mean, running around looking for an though. idol. My, my real issue with the edit so far this season is what I just alluded to, specifically with the healers. Like they've done a bad job of characterizing, considering each tribe is only six people. Like Ryan is interesting. Devin is just another like hunk guy but he's so interesting but he's part of an interesting duo mm-hmm. lauren is kind of interesting because she's actually shown some personality Allie is a little interesting because she's smart but then on the other tribes it's like jp who who knows if anything's ever going on in his head <laughs> ashley who has not really been able to do anything alan who was interesting for an episode christy and ben who i like but are not great TV characters, really. And then the Healer's Tribe is literally just us watching Cole and Jessica fall in love, which is not something I come to Survivor for. And then Desi, Mike, and Rourke have had like four total lines the whole season. So I I just am not satisfied with the way that they've colored everyone in so far. I don't know. Hopefully they pick it up once people start to get cut down. Yeah, and I think... And you know, I'm not always a big fan of these like game things mixing things up but i think this is a good time for emerge because then you only have to focus on two tribes not three well i'm assuming two i don't know but yeah I something think like that could two. be i think it can be good at this point in this game in this season with this cast yeah i was thinking about that because a couple of weeks ago i mentioned that they should just stick with the three tribes as long as possible just for fun mm-hmm. but it's not really fun let's just mix it up and the healers are never gonna lose so Let's get to it, man. The, speaking of the healers, I, Cole, Jessica. Can we call them Jessica? Sure, if you that want. That sounds so slightly inappropriate, actually, now that I say it aloud. Jessica? Maybe not. Maybe I'm just inappropriate. <laughs> I can't figure it out, but whatever. Maybe some people will be like, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> we uh, can only hope. But yeah, that's not that interesting. What's interesting about it is the Joe Idol thing. So... My main question with this tribe, well, two questions. One, is Joe on the outs because he refuses to eat the meals that everyone prepares and everyone seems annoyed by him? He's not eating raw potatoes, bro. Second question, is Cole an idiot? Yes. There you go. Segment over. No. All right. So on to the heroes <laughs> tribe. So, yeah, yeah I don't. I, I, he just, that was, I mean, everyone said this a million times already, but you just don't bring that up before you have to. Like before you've even lost, because now look what's going to happen. The tribe's going to get split up and that knowledge is going to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, Cole didn't hold on to his strong power he had over somebody, but I just think that's his personality. I think sometimes people come into the game and they just don't have the personality for Survivor to be 
cutthroat, if that makes sense. I don't he's think just Cole. He's the nicest it, guy. I actually really like Cole. Yeah, uh, he's not thinking about strategy when he does these things. I mean, maybe, maybe the second time he was thinking strategy, but not yeah. in a, the correct way, if that makes I'm sense. Just, I'm concerned about him because last week he stupidly told Joe that he knew what the clue meant. And this week mm-hmm. he's just telling everybody that Joe has. And it looked like he only told Rourke. But then Jessica in her interview said that he told Rourke and Desi. That's a little unclear to me, but... That's just a time thing. But yeah, Cole's not playing things best. I really think the only one so far we need to focus on in that tribe is Joe. You know, Joe has an idol. Joe's kind of volatile. When this, He's the only one that doesn't fit with that tribe, really. He doesn't really make sense there. Yeah, but in this in this season, where would he have fit i mean i could he could have been a hustler for for sure that's true yeah he could have been a hustler but then who are you gonna move over to healer Devin, the surf instructor <laughs> maybe uh maybe simone diversity advocate oh maybe then but by the but way then she'd stick around longer red hot on twitter but so tame on the show it drives me crazy um, she just has that it's easier and i i do it it's so much easier to talk crap about someone when you're sitting behind a screen than well, when you that's, are in real life that's social media in a nutshell i guess exactly so yeah we'll see what happens obviously they're gonna get mixed up but i'm a little worried about cole going forward mm-hmm. the heroes we talked about chrissy and ben and alan with his coconut not much else going on there except that when jp walks up on the beach something happens inside me Inside you? Wow. Well, <laughs> thanks for thanks for opening up. Inside. Oh, oh wait. We have a we have a special guest here, Ty. Wait, let me let him sit down for a minute. Hello. Uh, hey, Mr. Hilspeck, how are you doing today? I'm uh I'm, I'm just trying to get the job done. Well, I would say you're definitely getting the job done. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm going to go catch some fish. That's good, because you look so hot coming out of the water. Fires are hot. All right. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Oh, he's he's just walking off. I, oh, he walked into a tree. I wonder if he knows there's no ocean outside your apartment. Oh, he figured it out. He. Oh, wait, that's not his car. Uh, whatever. I don't care. I'll let him go. Okay, so that's the three tribes. What's your Jeff Probst moment for this week? Honestly, he didn't. I don't think he had a great one. Maybe he did. I like the way he handled uh, Ryan cutting him off, being like, uh, "I've never been in a relationship," and he's like, "He like he did his Jeff probes like little chuckle thing," but he's like, "No, I'm in control. I'm gonna bring it back right now." You know? Did you notice say, that? Mine, mine was the moment right before that where Ryan said, "I've never been in a relationship." Well, I, I guess it is what you're talking about, but his response was just a pause. <laughs> And then, okay. (laughs) And the way he said okay was just like, somehow after all these years, even he wasn't expecting that kind of response. Ryan's very witty. Yeah, he is. He's a good character, and I think he's intellectually smart about the way he plays the game. All right, so we've been dancing around it all episode, but next week is the swap. Who knows what it means? I think it means two tribes, probably, and not three again, but... Not much yeah. to preview, really. Uh, like, it could be anything. Well, let's let's talk about this real quick. You notice they're going to a swap with 15 people. 
which is going to be either seven, eight, or are they going to send someone to an exile island and then they're going to come back and join the team that votes someone out like they did? Was that last season or two seasons ago? It was recently. That would be fun. I don't think they're going to do that, though. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I just think I, eight eight on seven is an interesting time to do it. I think it's necessary because the hustlers are getting their butts kicked, and I think it'll be a good shakeup for this season, so we can get to know some of the healers. But and that challenge should have been a blowout because the healers forgot that block that uh, the first time. They really could have lost even more than they did. But yeah, I, who knows what'll happen? I, we're gonna try to make our picks here for next week, and maybe that'll give you some insight into how we're viewing this whole swap scenario, but quick update on the standings. I think I mentioned this at the top, but we are four for six on our picks so far. We each put points on Patrick this past week. And now we got to try to guess who's going to go home with the swap here, which is a little trickier, but the overall standings as it currently rests, I have 41 points with, Eight people remaining, and Ty has 29 points with seven people. That doesn't sound good when you frame it that way. No? (laughs) But that's okay. I still feel confident. Eternal confidence. I think that's the way you win at life. Yeah, so I'll get right into my picks. I'm going to put Medivac. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Joe Del Del Campo, of course. Oh, good good call. Good call. We love you, Joe. We love you, Joe. There's no way he's listening to this. No. Happy to say he did survive uh, Irma, though. So that's nice yeah, to know. Yeah, and in case you haven't heard us before, Joe has been on our podcast, and he told some ridiculous <laughs> FBI stories, so you could go listen to that. Yeah, he's a good guy. Sorry, it got us off on a tangent. So Medivac, Joe Del Campo. With the merge coming up, I just kind of tried to pick people that didn't fit in. So with that in mind, I got four points on Dr. Mike. I don't think he's going to mesh well. I got three points on Joe, although I don't see Joe being blindsided like he would have been if he stayed on this tribe. Um, so putting three points on someone with an idol, risky, but we'll see if the risk turns into reward. And then I put three points on Ben, which mm. is probably not something you thought of because I think Ben without Chrissy could just get left out. If if he goes into the tribe with all young people and he's the lone old person, you know, he doesn't have Lauren, he doesn't have Chrissy, he doesn't have, those might be, Dr. Mike. I think they could just say, hey, you're gone. And it's amazing what counts for old people on this season. Yeah, because he's Ben not, is 34. No ben way. Ben is 34 and Lauren is 35. And they are like the two old people. They're so young this season. I guess we knew that. We previewed that they were young. But <laughs> yeah. They just look so old compared to these young, beautiful people that stir emotions when they walk out of the water. Mm, like Ryan. <laughs> Not like Ryan. <laughs> what is your so what are your picks going into so the merge? We're one of us, well, one or both of us is gonna be wrong this week because I don't share any picks with you this time, and that's probably thanks to the tribe swap. Yep. Uh my medevac is Jessica, Jessica Johnston, because mm-hmm. loving Cole is dangerous. That's, that's <laughs> all I'll say. And my elimination picks, I put, speaking of, four on Cole because I'm a little worried about the last two weeks. And I feel like first vote after a swap, people try to make a big move. They probably see a Greek god and they think if we could take him down, 
that's something for my resume. And seeing how he's actually played so far, it could happen. So I put four on him. Mm. And then I put three points on Ashley because I, I could just see her being that kind of person who there's a swap and she tries to make a big move and all of a sudden the target winds up on her. And then my other person, I sort of went in the direction you did of who will struggle to fit in. And I put three points on Lauren because she just is more normal than all of these people, like a real person. And she doesn't really fit in. <laughs> she's not a character. I mean, she's a character just by virtue of being a normal person. Like she's kind of like knock it off guys. <laughs> and it's yeah. interesting. So I put four Cole, three Ashley, three Lauren, you put four Mike, three Joe, three Ben, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I know uh, the last few seasons I've complained about tribe swaps and things happening early, but I think it's good in this case for this season and this crew. I think they are in desperate need of some mix-up. I'm interested to see Alan's gameplay moving forward. After he had a crazy episode one, he seems to have calmed down, and I want to see how that plays out. All right, well, come back with us next week, Survivor Week 4. We'll hopefully be back on a regular schedule. This should only be hitting your ears one day later than normal, but we'll be back. We'll try to shine up this crappy little tricycle. Ride it off into the sunset, and we'll go watch Jigsaw together. Survivor Season 35. Bye-bye, Patrick. Bye, buddy. You'll be missed. Foxworthy Podcast.